Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest is an accomplished interior designer, Self-made businessman who has worked his way out of the Detroit suburbs, suburbs, and through the design industry. Be do, do, wow, 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 wow! Who has worked his way out of the Detroit, Detroit suburbs and through the design industry to the top, where he owns his own interior design firm. In addition to designing celebrity green rooms for names like First Lady Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Joan Rivers, Halle Berry, and Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, and becoming their in-house design expert. He is a new designer on TLC's Trading Spaces. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Mikhail Welch. Thank you, Mr. McDonald. Thank you for having me. Mikhail, where are you at right yes, now? Sir. Where are you at right now? I'm, I'm home in New York City for the first time. I'm like, never home, so this is a first. Okay, and, and, and what in part of New York has five boroughs? What part of New York City are you, are you calling home? Um, I live in Queens now. I used to live in Harlem, but now I, I've recently located to Queens, and I'm loving it because I'm close to the airport, so I can jump on a flight at a moment's notice. Uh, airport meaning LaGuardia, which is LGA, yes, look, if, you, if you travel you know too what? much. <laughs> I'm, in be- I'm in between both, so I'm 10 minutes away from LaGuardia and JFK, so it's perfect for well, me. Well, JFK one of my favorite airports because it's like a mall. <laughs> if you ever go there, you, yes. <laughs> and you, and you don't have a clothes, you just want to shop, just go to JFK and shop. It's an incredible <laughs> beautiful mall. The lot, it's kind of like, to me, it's like a hidden gem of malls, you know. Because yeah. you go in and you yeah. go, okay, I've, I've, I've gotten everything out of there. I've, I, you know, top makeup stores, uh, clothing stores. You know, I'm a shopper, so you know, good food. Well, that's that's definitely the place to go. They will they will hit you up for for all of your dollars before you <laughs> jump on that flight. <laughs> so so, Mikhail, you and our relationship officially started on the Steve Harvey show. Correct. Yes. Yeah, and um, um, Steve Harvey's show, the talk show that we launched in Chicago uh, roughly six years ago, uh, and um, we were, we was interviewing talent, and uh, this young man came into my office. You want to tell him the story, Mikhail? Well, uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell the, <laughs> the story. Yes, I came into your office, um, and Steve Harvey was looking for a dressing room design, and I think that the main issue was uh, he didn't like the color that was put in, in his office. And you asked me if I would 
design is office, but you remember me being on HGTV Design Star and designing a room that I painted green, and they sent me home on that show, and you asked me to design Steve Harvey's office, but the one caveat was I could not use the color green, and I will <laughs> never forget that for the rest of my life. <laughs> but that job was so game-changing, you know, for you allowing me the opportunity to design Steve Harvey's office on my first day of work. Um, that, that I mean, was, was kind of like the catalyst that got things going with my career. But here's the fun part about our relationship. He made a mistake on this design show that I picked up on, that reason yeah. he got to. <laughs> and I just only say that is that, you know, when you do these shows, you never know who watches them. You never know what, you know, and the way he handled my conversation about that mistake was very professional. He didn't go into a defensive mode. He didn't go, I'm sorry. It was just, he just felt that that worked at that moment, but they, it was where he positioned the television in the room, cost him that, the show. And I, and I told him that I can see why you had the TV behind the sofa. <laughs> yes. I remember that. <laughs> like yesterday. <laughs> and, and since then, I, I've never, never done that ever again. So. I, said, I said, yeah, 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 yeah. The room looked nice, but the TV was behind the sofa, Mikhail. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The See, TV was behind the sofa, and, and it was the wrong shade of green, and it didn't work out. So, yeah. See, <laughs> Sometimes the writers make mistakes. Well, see, the problem is you are not a TV watcher. See me, Rashawn. Yeah. Dude, I watch TV. There's no way I'm looking to go and turn my head looking at the TV behind me. But for design purposes, it was bad now. Oh, he had some uh, ideas for the TV, but it wasn't watching. And so... You know, I I owned it. <laughs> yeah, and, and he owned it. He owned it. We laughed about it. We talked about it. I said, and I, I, I think that he felt that when I was talking about it, he wasn't going to get the opportunity. But again, yeah, he was talented. <laughs> I, I was familiar with his career because it always shocks people that I watch so much television. That I watch, I'm able to watch so much television, and because I know that's my job. You know, if I could write right. it off on my taxes, I would. What do you do for a living? I watch TV, <laughs> a whole lot of TV. What you watched last night, Rashawn? TV. I watched TV on the plane. I watched TV when I landed. If I could watch TV while I was driving, I watched TV while I was, I was driving. I just need to drive. When somebody's <laughs> driving me, I'm watching TV. Because that's my business. And so my business, I say that to say that if you're in something, you have to get 100%. Because I was yeah. given 100%, I saw this talented young man. And he and gave him an opportunity. And guess what? He has not looked back. No, no, I haven't. I really, I haven't stopped. You know, I felt like that was such a, a huge platform. Um, and what most people don't know is, you know, uh, not only did I design that office, but I worked on the show every day. So I had the benefit of seeing you every day. So I would, you know, kind of come to your office at least three or four times a week just to, you know, ask your your professional opinion on how I should, you know, kind of guide my my career path. And so, that was something that was so invaluable that, you know, I, I thank you for because um, a lot of people don't have that opportunity but for you to be so busy and to sit there and listen to me three times a week. You know, I, I appreciate it. So I just listened and, I, and like you said, I took it in a ran and, and I'm still running. I don't, I don't think the run ever stops is what I'm learning. Well, it doesn't. And I think that everybody needs to understand that. And one of the things I always told you, even though you were doing the show, I said, uh, do more. Yeah. Don't, don't be Absolutely. satisfied. Do more. Do more. Take yeah. take this moment, uh, and then he started appearing on the TV show, and that was something. Yeah. And then we started working on your his look. What's your look, Mikhail? Yes. 
What's your look? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm well, wearing uh, Dude, that's look bad. <laughs> you can't wear that on TV. We used, to, we used to talk like that, correct? Oh, yeah. You would tell me, you know, don't, you need to stop wearing those little tight vests. And you need to <laughs> get something else <laughs> that fits you a little bit better if you're going to present yourself on television. So, I mean, we have very, very honest. I mean, you are not a sugar coder. So the conversations <laughs> were extremely, they were real. They, they were real. But I listen. You know, the thing I, that I had to learn really quickly with you is, you know, the delivery might not come out the way people would expect it, but mm -hmm. it's candid and it's truthful. Mm -hmm. And so you, you have to respect that no matter what. So did you hurt my feelings a couple of times? Yeah, but I had to tuck that in and, you know, keep it going. It, it, it wasn't anything personal. You know, you didn't have to say anything at all. So I always respected the fact that you took the time to even tell me, you know, what you thought. Well, my whole thing about uh, bringing you on the show is just showing a testament of, uh, somebody who has a dream, he, he, he came from this platform. And and you sometimes we don't even know how we can get to the next step because right. uh, they, what, what Mikhail did is what Mikhail can do. Okay, what Rashawn did is what Rashawn can do. So, But I, I, I like for them to tell their stories so you can see that the bottom line is that criticism, they ex you accept it. You know, you don't yeah. like, take it personal because somebody got to tell you what you're doing wrong in order for you to do it right. Correct. And you can't Correct. be a know-it-all. And then you got to take risk. And so, because of the fact that, hey, as a stand-up comedian, every joke I said on stage was not funny. Okay? Until, right. until the audience stopped laughing, I realized I need to move that, that joke out of my... I, I like <laughs> it, but it's not working out there for the general public. And so that's right. what you do. And you always have people out there making decisions for you that you have to accept. What people fail the most is that they don't want to be criticized. They don't want to. They don't want to take advice from anybody. They don't. They feel they know it all. That person right there cannot sit in my office three times a week, like he did, because if you know it all, please keep walking by my door, because my experience <laughs> will have no value to you, at all. Now, one of the things I wanted to bring up the fact that you know, you're just talking about your your struggles to get there. How you know you slept on friends' sofas for a number yes. of years. What was that feeling like at that point, Mikhail? Um, you know what, when you're going through it, I don't really, well, at least for me, I never saw it as a struggle. To me, it was what I needed to do in order to further my career. So the fact that I was sleeping on a friend's sofa was great for me because that allowed me to save money so that I could continue my career. Like what a lot of people don't know is every episode that I was allowed on that Steve Harvey show, you know, I would save my money sleeping on sofa so that I could pay for a publicist. And so my publicist was at that time, $2,000 a month. And I didn't have the money to pay for that, you know, with, with the paying for rent. So I had to sleep on friends sofas in order to keep that PR going. So what that did for me was allow me to keep my brand growing. So I never thought of it as like me. I didn't think of it as a, I thought it was a sacrifice, honestly. Mm -hmm. I never thought about me sleeping on that sofa because that wasn't what it was about. I knew that this was temporary. Mm -hmm. And so for me, sleeping on that sofa, if I had to do it all over again, I, I would do it the same. You know, sleeping on that sofa allowed me to save money so that I could focus on my brain. My goodness. And he would show me, he'd come in there every week or every other week, Rashawn. <laughs> he'd say, Mr. McDonald, Mr. McDonald, look at what I'm in this magazine. Mr. McDonald, I'm in this magazine. I go, Boy, that looks good. He's the new designer on TLC's Trading Space, and we'll be back with more. Just telling his story. I want you to hear his story to let you know that you can be a story that I will one day interview on Money Making Conversations. We'll be right back with more.
You're back. I'm back. Actually, I never left. How about that? I'm the host of Money Making Conversation. This is Rashawn McDonald. I'm talking to uh, one of the new, new designers on TLC's Trading Spaces. Please welcome back to Money Making Conversations, Mikhail Welch. How you doing, Mikhail? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you again for having me. Now, you're in Queens. Uh, any good eating spots up there? You know, I'm a foodie, dude. Any good eating spots up there before we start talking about this new show that you're on? Yes, absolutely. You know, the thing about Queens is there are so many mom-and-pop restaurants. So if you are into authentic, like, mm. Indian food, yeah. this is the best place to eat. Mm. Um, and so I, I eat very well. As a matter of fact, I have gotten to the point now where I just order everything online, and I have it sent straight to my house. But... Queens is just known for their, their Indian food, so I eat very, very well. Well, good. It's good to know. Now, let's talk about Seven Season, Design Star, H-E-H, you was on Design Star. That's why I, that's why I saw you on Design Star, correct? correct? Okay, cool. Yeah. Now you're moving to another show that's been on TV for a long time, Trading yeah. Spaces. How, first of all, how did the opportunity come to you, and then how do you start making your, your impression on the show? Okay, so... I actually, this is the funny thing, how, how life works. I have an agent, and my agent gives me a call, and he says, hey, you know, um, we got a call from Trading Spaces, and they'd like to speak to you. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, time for another audition. Mm-hmm. Well, we get on the phone. 20 minutes later, they're asking me, you know, what my availability is next week. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, you know, here's my availability, but when is the audition? And so um, they said, well, we went online, and it goes back to what you're saying, when you never know people who's watching television. They said, we've watched all of your Steve Harvey episodes that you have online. We've already seen your work. We know what you can do, and we want you to start on the show next week. So I didn't even audition for that show. Um, my audition was putting in all that hard work all those years before, sleeping on that sofa, hiring the publicist and having all of those, uh, you know, television episodes. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to even audition. Um, so that just blew my mind. And on top of that, one of the producers saw me on, which we didn't talk about, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know, you got me in contact with Sheree Whitfield. Mm-hmm. And they saw that makeover. And they just asked me to start that week mm-hmm. um, of the following week. So mm-hmm. um, it was one of those things where, you know, they came in and they told me that they want to see some really dramatic and theatrical design. So for me, on Trading Spaces, it's about taking my design aesthetic and pairing it with my television background where I used to make sets because they know that I can build things that are really eye-catching. And so on the show, I'm just trying to, you know, bring my point of view where I can show people, you know, how to make a big impact on a little bit of money because they only give us $2,000 in two days. So it's not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about this opportunity. You know, I've been watching this show since I was in college. So right. it, mm-hmm. it was a surreal feeling. Why, why are shows like that so popular, like Trading Spaces? You know, I think shows like Trading Spaces are so popular because it empowers you to think that, not even to think, but it, to show you how you can make over a space without a lot of money, and you can do it in a weekend. You know, most people are working Monday through Friday, and their only off time is on the weekend. So they need something that is quick, easy, and attainable to do. And so I think people get inspired by those shows because it's like, hey, I have $2,000, and I can knock it out in two days, so let me try it. 
Well, the interesting thing about uh, Mikhail and hearing his conversation about even the, the videos, we even talked about that. I would say, please yep. put those videos on your website. Please put them on your yeah. website. Because you have to always prepare. You just never know. But you do the work for the opportunity. When the opportunity right. presents itself, then you can achieve the goal. And that's all I've ever preached to anybody who listens to me. And that's all I ever told him. And, he, and guess what? Yes, I am straightforward. Yes, I am going to be factual. Because guess what? You have a time limit to be successful in entertainment. Entertainment is age-driven. Know that. That's one of the things about entertainment. When you're young, they love you. If you have not gained any resume or experience while you were young, when you get older, they have no use for you. And so I was just asking them to say, hey, man, you're not going to get rich on this TV show. Use the bread of Steve Harvey for future opportunities. And that's what he did. He just listened to everybody. That's all. He made personal sacrifices that I was not aware of. All I know is he would come in my office and tell me, Mr. McDonald, I'm in this magazine this month. Mr. McDonald, look at this magazine. Mr. McDonald. Can I use can I use the the, the pictures that I did on uh, of Steve Harvey in this magazine? I said yes, because I was executive producer, co-creator of the show. I could sign off on stuff because I'm not gonna limit a person's opportunity because I got an attitude or just because I could. If I'm going to give advice, I'm gonna give motivation. I gotta present people with the keys to success, and that's all I was doing with Mr. Welch on a regular basis. I'm calling Mr. Welch now because he on TV trading spaces <laughs> on a regular basis. You know, he making money now. He in Queens now. Now, the thing about it is that you've done other things. Like, I, I remember you were doing uh, Pickler and Ben, you know, you said yeah. the talk. Just talk about all these different things that you dealt with. Uh, I know people who are not famous. You've done big jobs in Chicago when you was doing it simultaneously working for the Steve Harvey show, and you asked yeah. me about that. I go, or if you don't get out of my face and learn that there's 24 <laughs> hours in the day and learn to use all those hours, please go do that work. Because that's all. That's yeah. what it's about, correct? Yes. No. You know, that was one of the craziest things. You know, like I was saying before, you know, I worked on the Steve Harvey show, you know, as a set designer. And I don't know if most people know we're working on that show 12 hours a day. <laughs> and I have designed clients who are calling me. And they don't care that I'm working with Steve Harvey at the TV station. They want me there at their homes. And so I had to hire an assistant. Mm -hmm. And that's ex that, that was expensive, you know, mm -hmm. to hire a full-time assistant to basically be that voice uh, while, I, while I wasn't um, physically on the property. But what happened was that allowed me to continue to grow my brand. And, you know, I, that was the first time I went from working on, like, little $2,000 budgets to half-a-million-dollar budgets. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was just a, a life-changing experience when I was on the show in Chicago. But I think what resonated with me the most was another conversation that you and I had. Um, and this is when I was very, very money-hungry. And I don't know <laughs> if you remember, I came into your office and I said, I want to I talk to you about writing a book. And you said, well, why do you want to write a book? I said, because I want to make money like everybody else. And you told me to leave your office. And you said, you need to leave because you don't get it. And you come back to me when you get it. And I was, I was kind of shocked that, you know, you, you told me to leave that office. But it must have been about a year later. I was doing the Neighborhood Awards with you. And a lady walked up to me. And I had, I had several women walking up saying, hey, can you come redesign my house? Can you come to my house? And I'm like, I can't just come to your house. And I remember coming to you saying, Mr. McDonald, I have all these people asking if I could come to the house and I can't, but what I can do is put together 
um, a design seminar where I can travel to different cities and I can teach people what they can do um, in their respective cities since I can't physically come to their house. And that's when you told me, you know what, you get it now. It's not about you. It's about you helping someone else. And so it was just like all of those tools, and I don't even know if you remember that conversation, but it was that, that was a big thing for me because moving forward with every single thing that I do with my brand, if I have one thought about I just want to make the money, I stop. And I always go back to that conversation that you told, well, you told me, you know, if it's about the money, it's never going to work. No, it's, it's never going to work. I, you know, I always tell people that um, there were many opportunities I passed on money for the opportunity. I remember when I was doing, um, uh, when I was doing, I went from Steve Harvey's first TV show on ABC, and I went to uh, Robert Townsend's show, and uh, and, I, and I was uh, I was a uh, writer, and I, uh, and so I wanted a change in title. I wanted a change in title, and I said, look. I had a bigger title on the previous show because I went over here to the WB. They, they, they knocked my title back down. I said, I just want the title. I don't want the money. They had never heard that before. I said, people don't, know, people don't need to know that I'm not getting paid this extra amount of money. It's between, they said, will you sign a release that you won't tell anybody? I said, yes, because it's about the brand. It's about people understanding that I am rising up that I am making a difference. And once you people start coming to you and you change that tone that, hey, I'm here to help you, your career is taking off. Your whole approach, you know, our conversations change. We were, we went from just being a mentor and a mentee to like partners in the conversation, next step, what you're going to do, why you're going to do these things. And that's why the evolution of you from introducing you to contacts at Real Real, Real uh, Housewives of Atlanta, talking to your agents, and I've talked to everybody in his life, you know, everybody who's represented him, because I believe in Mikhail Welch. And to see Thank him you. advance this part in his life and to see him um, do the things that he's going to do, what advice would you give to people who want to do what you want to do or just want to be successful in life, Mikhail? Um, I think the biggest thing that I've learned it in the past 12 years in design is to really focus on what it is that you want to do. We, you can't be a jack of all trades, but most importantly, narrow down what you want to do and then find a mentor, find someone who has already done it and who can show you the ropes because that for me has been the biggest help, you know, to be, cause everybody's not going to be in a room with you. Cause that, and I recognize that like, but you need to find people who know the way. And I always go back to another conversation that you and I had where it was about looking at your friend circle. And if you're considered the strongest person in your circle, you might want to revamp that circle that you're in because you should always be learning from someone else and not just, you know, everybody else taking from you. And so I would just say, you know, get a mentor and follow as hard as you can and then begin to make your own way and for me 
that is what has truly helped me in my career. Thank you, sir. Um, Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever, even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent, such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.